The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two on a Friday morning. We got Kevin Henry and Robert Allen coming up next hour. Toby and TJ back with you. I'm headed to Lubbock, Texas today. Sooners and Red Raiders tomorrow night. Six o'clock tip-off. That is an ESPN Plus game, folks, so uh, prepare yourself accordingly for that. Women play Sunday in the LNC. Uh, Iowa State will be the opponent. That'll be a two o'clock start. Chris Beard fired yesterday officially at Texas, TJ. Yeah. By the way, uh, smart Alex, we don't need your help on the family tree anymore. I know you're just messing with me on half of this. It's not his cousins, uncles, brothers left, uh, whatever. So stop it. <laughs> I just don't understand how this guy is Tim McGraw's brother if it's 40 years later. Because how old is Tim McGraw in the show? Like, he looks like he's 50s? I was going to say mid to late 40s, but yeah, probably yeah, somewhere in there, early 50s maybe. And this is 40 years later. So maybe his brother was in his early 30s. Okay. And now he's pushing now late he's in 60s, 70s. 70s, yeah. Okay. I guess that's doable. Okay. Well, it'll all make sense. I'm looking forward to watching it. It is a beautiful show. Beautiful show. But yes, Chris Beard fired. He gone. Um, what do you think about that? Um... Knew that they were probably just going through a lot of legal process to to clear some things before they announced it, but not surprising at all. I think you knew that that was going to be the uh, outcome of this. Um, just as they said, or the lawyer said in the, the letter that they released yesterday, it was, you know, even if some of these charges are dropped, that does not take away from the fact that he was involved in incidences that, you know, don't make him worthy of being the head coach at the University of Texas or any other university, so... Uh, I did see a post um, sometime this week uh, about Chris Beard. Steve Sarkeesian had the incident at the bowl game. Remember where he yeah, was yelling at the guy? Yeah, that? You were gone for that. We we talked about that, I think, when Monday when you were gone or Tuesday, whenever it was. So The softball coach flipped everybody the bird last year. <laughs> right. And the post was like, what is going on in Austin? Why are all these coaches so angry? <laughs> Augie was always a little angry and upset. Yeah. Uh, Here's your slate, your Big 12 slate this weekend. OSU-Texas, 11 a.m. game, first one out of the box Saturday morning, that game in Stillwater. Iowa State goes to TCU, a couple of 2-0 teams there. That's your 1 o'clock start. 5 o'clock, Kansas is at West Virginia. 5 o'clock, K-State goes to Baylor. And then the Sooners and Red Raiders play the final game of the day 
at uh, 6 p.m. I have not looked up this, but I heard Travis Davidson yesterday. I was listening to the uh, TNT show, I think is what they call it, TJ, the uh, Teddy and Travis show in the afternoon. That's and original because they couldn't use that when Tyler's TNT. on. TNT. Yeah. Uh, he said that according to Ken Palm, <laughs> every Big 12 team is in the top 40 of Ken Palm, which is true. I have seen that. Uh, OU is the lowest Big 12 team at 37. This is just another metric. Ken Palm is just another metric. Uh, OU is 37. They're the lowest Big 12 team. Uh, this is according to Travis, and I don't even know if this was a tweet or what, that Oklahoma, the last place team in the Big 12 on the Kim Palm meter, would be predicted to win 23 other conferences. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't know there were 23 other conferences. I was going to say, I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't know there were that many. But in other words, they're higher, the 10th place team in the Big 12 is higher than the first place team in 23 other conferences. For example, Conference USA's top team is Florida Atlantic at 39. And then, you know. Go from there. Other, uh, I'm going to have to see if there's actually 23 other conferences, but uh, uh, yet more. I mean, we don't need proof and obviously of this. that's just based off of formulas and speculation. I mean, sure. You still play the games on the court, but what they're saying is that's how strong this conference is. That mm. OU is that good um, compared to a lot of other teams across the country. Yeah. A Sun, American East, American Big Sky, Big South, Big West, Conference USA, CAA, Horizon. Ivy, Mac, Mac, Miac, Missouri Valley, Mountain West, Ohio Valley, Patriot, SWAC, Southern, Southland, Summit, Sunbelt. Okay, well, I stand corrected. There are 23 other conferences. My goodness. WAC, West Coast. Uh, they're not going to be higher than Gonzaga. They're not going to be higher than them. But, um, yeah, how about that? So, Nine and five stinks, not stinks, but nine and five is not where you want to be. Zero oh and two in Big Twelve is not where you want to be. Their metrics are all still great, and every win you can pick up is going to be a huge boost. Probably a quad one win. How many wins? Let's play this game. You know I like this game. How many wins do they have to get to to get into the tournament? Typically, I'm a nineteen twenty win guy, but in this conference. <laughs> Um, I'm a 19 win guy. Maybe they can get in with 17. Can they get in with 16? So 17 would be eight wins in the Big 12. Well, that's that impressive. If you come eight up with and eight. 10, I think they are 100. percent Yeah, you're probably right. I think that's right. Yeah. Now there is an Alabama outlier game in here too which could be extremely valuable if you could win it. Mm -hmm. Alabama's way up there. But let's just concentrate on the conference for a second. You said, could they get in at 16? Assuming they don't beat Bama, that means they went 7-11 and 11 in the Big 12. Then I, think you're, then I think you're biting nails on Selection Sunday. Yeah, you, would, I think you probably would have had to have picked up a big win in Lawrence or you know on the road somewhere, so... 
with the strength of this conference again this year, I think eight and ten is pretty much a no doubter that you're in. That probably finishes you in the fifth to sixth range, don't you think? And pretty good chance seven or eight teams are getting in this year. Yeah. Um, and then you know Alabama's icing on the cake if you could if you could get that, and they've played SEC teams pretty well. Um, Alabama right now number eight in the Ken Palm because that just happens. To be what the chance one do at. you give the Big Twelve to get every team in? Zero. I think it's impossible too, or it seems impossible. But this would be a year where if the 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 eight, nine, ten teams kind of have the right wins, maybe you could possibly see it. They would all... It'd be hard with the conference championship games and upsets and stuff like that with bids you aren't expecting, but... Like, they'd all have to finish between 11-7 and 7 and 7-11. and 11. Yeah. You couldn't have a team go... You know, there's going to be somebody, and I hope it's not OU, but there's going to be somebody that goes 4-14 and 14 or 5-13, and 13, you know? And sure. you can't get in. You can't. You just... That's too bad. No matter how good your conference is. You go five and thirteen in your conference. You you should not be an NCAA tournament. Well, unless you're Kansas. Kansas could go five and thirteen. They'd probably let them in. Now, if they go There's five no and thirteen, Kansas something horrific. Something horrific's happened with that program. Yeah. yeah. So no, I don't. I don't think they'll get more than eight. And you know that's that's probably pretty ambitious. Um, what'd they get last year? Seven well, or eight, right? It was eight, yeah. It was either eight this, last year or the year before, I thought. Well, getting to eight wins is uh, going to be a tall task. I mean, that's they're going to have to win half of the rest of their league games to get to eight. They got 16 left. So, I mean, here we go. I mean, they're, they're going to have to. Like, tomorrow night is a really good op- – it's an opportunity for them. Texas Tech is good. Not as good, I don't think, as they've been the last few years. 0-2, I don't know – I don't know if they're fragile or if we're going to show up out there and, and they're ready for a fist fight. My guess is the latter. Um, They don't strike me as a program that gets fragile right now anyway. But still, I mean, matchup-wise, here's something that Porter pointed out last night that I hadn't thought about. Playing Iowa State before Texas Tech is not a bad deal. That stylistically, defensively, those two teams are very similar. What they try to do to you defensively, the way they play you, force you to one side of the floor, trap the ball, you got to skip pass out of it, all that kind of stuff, they're very similar. So the fact that they just, like the game plan for Iowa State and the game plan for Texas Tech will be pretty close. Uh, That's probably works to OU's advantage a little bit. But going to have to go hit shots and and come up big in a tough atmosphere tomorrow night. There's no doubt about that. Uh, How you feeling about it? What's your gut telling you tomorrow? TJ's got brought to you by Champion Home Loans. Great rates, low fees, winning experience. You can get a picture with one of those championship belts. Chris, Charles, John, all the guys over at Champion Home Loans, they're great. And they're local. 
They're not some app from across the nation that you're talking to some Yahoo in uh, Seattle or something. They're right here in your local area, winwithchampion.com, 405-716-4565. The gut for tomorrow is not feeling great. Oh, boy. Uh, it's not feeling terrible. It's not feeling great. It's kind of uh I don't know how I it think could they'll be. be right uh, now. Yeah, I was going to say it feels like they'll be in this game, but can they find the plays and get the stops they need at the end of the game? I think it'll be a close game. It's going to be a uh, rowdy environment they're in front of. Do they make the plays that they haven't been able to make in some of these games down the stretch? So, yeah. I've got they've got to prove it to me before I'm feeling comfortable, especially on the road. Yep. No, that's fair. Kevin Henry joins us at eight twenty this morning. We'll talk more OU basketball with him. We have not yet touched on the biggest news of the day yesterday in OU land. Their quarterback is coming back. He's found a home. We will discuss Dylan Gabriel's return to Soonerland coming up. 7.15 on a Friday morning. You can text us on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. We're also going to talk some... uh, What's going on in Stillwater with Robert Allen coming up at the 8 o'clock hour today? We'll be back. Football is here, and your home for the best Sooner coverage statewide is the ref. From the booth to the sidelines and beyond, our guys are there. The OU football talk you crave is right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Sports Network. T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you statewide on the ref. We are powered across the state by Brown O'Haver. 50 years ago today, Toby, Schoolhouse Rock debuted. What's that? Oh, my goodness. Conjunction Junction, you don't know this song? You don't know I'm Just a Bill sitting on Capitol Hill? It's Saturday uh, Saturday mornings. They would have Schoolhouse Rock, and they would teach us multiplication. It was a cartoon? Uh yeah yeah okay, I did not watch that. I watched cartoons, but I did not watch that particular cartoon. So it sounds educational. Yeah, it was very educational. Taught huh. you multiplication, all about the country, um, language, whatever it may be. So yeah, right. and that was 50, big in the Perry household. 50, you're telling I think me. it's I think it was big everywhere in the country except your house apparently. I don't know. Let's play. How many of you out there watch Conjunction Junction? What's Schoolhouse the name of the Rock. show? Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, that was Schoolhouse just one of Rock. the songs off of uh, Schoolhouse Rock. I was a big Sesame Street guy. Were you, did you watch Sesame Street? Well, I watched Sesame Street. Mr. Rogers, Electric Company. Yeah, all okay. of those. Yeah. Is this in the same vein as those? Uh, I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, hmm. I thought you'd be more excited it was the 50th anniversary. I mean, it just wasn't 73 was a, 73 uh, was a big year. You had Maybe Schoolhouse Dal- Rock and the two of us born. Come on. Is there a chance that was a Dallas area deal? No, 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 no. This was no? national. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I, for whatever reason, did not. My face did not run into Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> I saw plenty of, of cartoons. Uh, Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers, you mentioned those. The Electric Company. Those aren't cartoons, but uh, big Scooby-Doo fan. Love the Flintstones. Um, Schoolhouse Rock. I don't know. I just didn't. And someone could correct me, but I don't know that know it was like there. a, a big, full big thirty minutes. Someone could correct me. It seemed like it was like a drop-in in shows, like they would do like the Conjunction Junction song and then go back to Scooby Doo or something. But it may have been a full thirty minute. I just don't remember for sure. 
Uh, let's see here what we have on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. We're Get- really showing our age this week with all the Bob Hope <laughs> and Schoolhouse Rock talk. Dude, we turned 50 this year. Mm-hmm. 50. Just prepping you so when you get there, you're not all sad and depressed. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about being 50. We're about to get a bunch of discounts here in a few years. That sounds so. cool. 50 sounds cool. That's a cool age. You know, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. like um, Still to this day, 31 has been the worst for me. <laughs> I did not handle 31 well. Anything else has been pretty when, much all right. When What year was the surprise party? 40? When that you went was off on my fortieth, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, that age, I that wait age, for the fiftieth. That age didn't bother me. The party did. The party did. <laughs> yes. I cannot wait for our surprise fiftieth birthday party for you. This is going to be awesome. Uh, there is no surprise fiftieth birthday. I think everyone I in my life learned their lessons that day. So I hope not. I'm throwing it, and I am videotaping the whole thing just so I have evidence of you being. I was supposed to be going to Ireland for my fiftieth celebration, but that's going to be postponed. I don't think I'll get there until fifty-one, maybe. 52. What do you mean you're supposed to? That was my was going to be my birthday trip, but that has been altered now. Because just before I turn 50, we'll be on an Alaskan cruise. So, You're going on an Alaskan cruise? That's right. Really? In August, yes. Is this breaking news, or have you told me this too? I think I'm... Did I not mention it to you? I know I've mentioned it to some people around here because we ended up changing the dates, and so I thought Dude, I'd let you know. Tell me more. Tell me more. Uh, I'm going on an Alaskan cruise in August. Where are you going? Uh... Some weird name places that I would have to look up again. Right. Juno. Uh, Been there. Seems like one starts with an S. Would you like for me and Jenny to go with you guys so that we can be like your tour guide? Um, You can, but we've got two going with us that have already done the uh, cruise and are, are kind of that role, but you can. Who's this? Who is uh, it? Nana and Papa. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to go with them. <laughs> Leaving out of Seattle. He's the Texas We go to British guy, right? Columbia. We go to Juneau. There was one other, and then we go, like, you don't get off, but Victoria? you go through these. No, it starts with an S, I want to st- say. Sitka? Well, there is a Sitka, yeah. There is a Sitka. I think that's maybe it. And then we go through some glaciers that you don't get off the boat, but that's one of the things. awesome, yeah. you got to see the glaciers, man. Yeah. Sweet. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I think so. Nan and Papa. Huh? A, I don't know about that coat. part of it. You guys have just got you got to quit vacationing with your parents. It's just you got to break the ties, well, the umbilical cord not here. Not in this situation. I don't think you would uh, pass it up. So They're paying for it? I'm just saying it may have been a Christmas gift. So <laughs> Okay, well, then you got to go. <laughs> What a gift. Uh, it was uh, unexpected, and uh, we're excited. We're excited. So that's, okay. yeah, I'm How excited about 50. Uh, eight days. That's a good cruise. Yeah. So. Trying to remember all the stops we had on ours. Sitka was definitely on there. Juno was on there. Victoria, British, you said British Columbia. That's yes. like a whole region. Is the, is the place Victoria where you're going? I don't remember for sure. It might be. No, oh, it's beautiful. You need to. If it's not, you need to talk them into stopping at Victoria. <laughs> yeah, sure. Don't listen to that. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, take a left here. 
I bet it is. I bet you're stopping. It's right outside Seattle, so I bet it is. Maybe the same type of uh, cruise you went on, the same route. We went up to Glaciers, so, yeah. yeah. It was very similar. Is it a Big 12 cruise? Is, uh, uh, Scott Pollard is not on there that I'm Scott aware of. Scott Pollard going to be on no. it? What about Vern Lundquist? I hope so. I hope so. You should hope so. So okay, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, 50's not bothering me at all. Uh, Gizmo has Paramount Plus. He probably does. He's got his TV and stuff in the back of his castle. Um, let's see here. Get John Hoover and Sam Mays on. They aren't on radio anymore instead of Robert Allen. Uh, call no, Sam I'm having Robert Allen on. <laughs> quit, quit bossing us around. FYI, I spoke to one of Robert Allen's uh, neighbors. Robert hates OU with a passion. Okay. <laughs> breaking news. I don't think that was breaking news. <laughs> uh, tell Robert we think there's a problem with the winning culture in Stoolwater. I'm just going to ask him what's going on. I'm not here to start a fight or be controversial. All right, or I got to get past all the uh, uncles, brothers, nephews, cousins. Uh, there's Faith Hill and something about her and her ties. <laughs> Good morning, boot bros. Uh, if TJ isn't paying five or six bucks for Paramount Plus, he's probably not buying eggs right now. It's outrageous. Oh, my goodness. No, I've hardly. I bought a 18-pack the other day and actually text my wife as I was pulling them out of the little door at the grocery store. Nine dollars. Kidding yeah. me. What's the deal? Are we not? Are we? Do we have an egg shortage? Uh, what's the deal is, I'm not going to name this. I'm not going to say his name. What does that have to do with eggs? It has everything to do with eggs. You know what a tub of butter was the other day? Eight eighty-three. I told Katie, you're not getting your butter. I got somebody tweeting me on Twitter like, hey, dude, were you at Crest the other day? I'm like, hey, stalker. He goes, what was the uh, difficulty in the butter? Well, you know what? I know what the difficulty was. I saw that the tub was eight eighty-three. For butter. That's a lot. Yeah. Gosh. That's why I stood there and I started looking over the butters and I'm like, I know uh, we prefer this butter in our house. We're not getting this butter, all right? So you're telling me everything's expensive. Everything's right now. expensive. Not just, I thought Chicken, there was something specific eggs, to the butter, eggs. milk. Everything's expensive right now. Hmm. I don't feel like my prices have gone up. <laughs> there is no way you have not noticed. I have not noticed. Oh my goodness. It's uh it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Um and kind of weird that again, you were standing on the butter aisle watching me be conflicted over the price of butter. And then you don't say anything to me. The the, the person says, "All right, next time I'll say something to you." <laughs> Just standing there watching. Hey, I you. saw you buying butter. I saw you. What was the deal with the butter? <laughs> it's like a right, creepy McCreeper. So were you just staring at the butter? I was going back disbelief? and forth. Yes, I was like, "Wait, how much is this one? This one's off. This one's still six bucks, but that's better than eight eighty three. I know we like. I can't believe it's not butter, but I think we're going country crock. I just bought butter, but it was <laughs> sticks. Yeah, I don't think that's. I think it was like a buck the, fifty. Yeah, I don't think the sticks were affected as much as the uh, tub of butter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm 54, and those schoolhouse rock songs still get stuck in my head. Huh. 
Okay. Uh, I watched uh, in Sulphur, Oklahoma as a kid. Watched what? Uh, a Schoolhouse Rock from Sulphur, Oklahoma as a kid. Oh, okay. All right. Schoolhouse Rock was more of an infomercial. It was on Saturday morning cartoons. That's what I thought. I thought it kind of blended in as part of the commercial break, like shorts. Hmm. Um, Schoolhouse Rocked. Rocked, I tell you. Come on, Toby. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> I'm just a bill sitting on Capitol Hill. See, okay, I remember that. That's and the Schoolhouse other Rock. thing you said, so was it was... I don't understand. Was it like... It was educational drop-ins during cartoons. Like, so you're watching <laughs> Scooby-Doo, and it's melting your brain. It's not It's not very educational. And, and then, it would have an open on it that would say, now it's time for Schoolhouse Rock. And then they would start singing something like the that. Bill or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So it wasn't like a cast of characters or anything like that. It was just different yeah. educational videos. Right, right. Okay. Uh, I'm 32, and they used to show Schoolhouse Rock in my elementary school. How about that? Hmm. Um, I'm not reading that one. That's mean. I'm not reading that. That's mean. Would you people stop? Uh, a lot of bird flu uh, text here. Uh, Is that what's going on? Bird flu? Uh, yes. That's what they're saying with the eggs. No, that's different than your theory. Uh, I can't believe <laughs> my theory's right. I can't believe it's not butter is the best, but yes, the price has doubled. <laughs> I just dusted off Schoolhouse Rock recently to help my kids learn uh, the preamble to the Constitution. <laughs> what a parent! Way to go! I bet there's I a lot of parents was- that go to it on YouTube. I hope that was a school assignment. I hope he didn't just go. You know what? My kids need to learn the preamble. <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> you know what we haven't done? We haven't done a very good job teaching our kids the preamble. Let's uh, let's Google son, the son, Time to turn off uh, Mr. Beast and Dude Perfect. <laughs> we're learning about the Constitution on YouTube today. Kids, we're gonna learn the preamble today. Everybody, sit down. All right, break time. Seven thirty-three. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. We got our first volleyball tournament of the year this weekend, Chief. Ooh, good luck. Good luck. Time to get out, back out there amidst the uh, volleyball parents. Have some no doubt, some good stories for you coming it's gonna, soon. It's, you know, only going to get more intense the older you get here. So, yeah, you probably will. I was talking to a college coach recently about uh, this topic. Um, have you seen at all the Greg Burhalter situation, the coach of the U.S. national team for soccer? I know that sounds familiar to me, and it's probably something I glanced past, and it being soccer, I kept going. But I remember seeing something about him, his name, the other day. So he didn't play Gio Reyna much at all in the World mm-hmm. Cup, who was considered one of their best players. And U.S. fans are like, "What's going on here?" Uh, afterwards, he did an interview talking about uh, Gio Reyna's bad attitude and all that kind of stuff. 
and then Gio Reyna's mom and dad like sent all this stuff to U.S. Soccer about blackmailing him about some domestic violence stuff from his past and okay that's what I saw was something about domestic violence now that you're saying that yeah his his dad Claudio Reyna used to be a player on the U.S. national team and so the parents came after the coach because the coach said the player had the bad attitude and all this kind of stuff. It's just it's a mess, an ugly thing. But That's shocking in the world tre- of sports that parents are a treat. Parents they would get involved treat. or yeah, be angry. You gonna be that way when your son? Uh, I don't think so. Are you gonna be? I don't a- think so. What if what if he uh, doesn't play and you think he should be playing? Um, I don't know. I mean, I would think that I would handle it correctly, but. I'm not going to say that I wouldn't be fuming inside. I don't think I would ever, like, yell from the stands or something like that. And More likely to yell from the stands, you or Katie? At a coach. At a coach? Mm-hmm. Or, or to It would probably them. be me coaching my kid and my wife yelling at me. <laughs> Told you to play my shortstop! Uh, <laughs> so, um, probably me. More likely. Uh, Katie would just stand over there and be intimidating. Just yeah. stare at him, and then they would probably get the point and put him in. I don't Taze know. <laughs> hey, Dylan Gabriel's coming back, team. Yeah! He put out a graphic yesterday, made it official. I think we all He's an Oklahoma kid now. He lo- he, he, he's from Hawaii, but now he's, he loves Oklahoma. And he's coming back, and so that felt good just to get it confirmed, right? That's a good thing. I was excited. I felt good about it, and then I told my son, and he said, why? And I said, well. <laughs> why would you say that? that? Uh, isn't that a good thing? He goes, ah, he's terrible. And I said, no, he's not. And we got into an argument, and he goes, all I heard you do all season long was yell about him. And I said, I really got to. Like, film myself watching an OU game, I think, from my recliner. <laughs> so now I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel. No, that's great news. That's good news. Um, good kid. Played at a high level. Was he uh, uh, aggravating at times for me? Sure. But am I glad he's there for next season? Yes. And I think he'll show improvement. I think he'll be more comfortable in year two with the system and and being at the University of Oklahoma. And I'm, I think he's the perfect guy for Jackson Arnold to be under and learn. So, yeah. yeah. He played great in the bowl game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, his stats were really good last year. He missed some throws, especially early in the year when he overthrew some guys and some big third downs or fourth downs. And so that, I think, got some people sideways with him early on. But statistically he had a very good year was it a heisman worthy year was it a sam bradford baker mayfield year no but it was really good and i think you hit on the most important thing here is i can see no reason at all you wouldn't want dylan gabriel to come back even if you are the biggest jackson arnold fan in the world you should want dylan gabriel to come back uh, even if Jackson Arnold goes out and beats him out for the job yeah. in the fall, and Dylan Gabriel is your backup quarterback, after what we just went through this year, how dreamy does that sound? 
Sounds right? r- sounds really good. Yeah. No, I think you should be excited if you're an Oklahoma fan. Absolutely. Uh, you're telling it like it is, Toby. I have no doubt they're going to play the best quarterback. And that is probably Dylan Gabriel. And probably how this is going to play out is Gabriel's going to go be the guy. Arnold is going to get mixed in a little bit here and there just to get his feet wet. But it is a go-to-school year for him. Learn how this is done at the college level, and then he takes over the reins next year. That's probably how this works. However, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I mean, if the kid is special, if he is Trevor Lawrence or, I mean, you know, one of these instantaneous freshman stars, I don't think they're it, 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 TJ. They cannot afford to risk losing games next year. Not after they went 6-7. and They're not going to say, man, I think Jackson Arnold gives us the best chance to win, but uh, let's just tick everybody off and play Dylan Gabriel. Like, he's going to play. If Jackson Arnold is the better quarterback, he's going to play. But even, like I said, worst case scenario, not worst case scenario, if, if Jackson Arnold beats him out and Dylan Gabriel's your backup, glory hallelujah. What a backup. Right, you were at the OU Texas game this year, right? Yes. Okay. No, you're 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 right. Yeah. You're right. And this could be a similar situation, maybe if he is that good that you saw with um Tua and Jalen Hurts back in the day. It was Jalen's job. Jalen went down for a little while, and then Tua wasn't going to give it back up the next year. So um, came in letting that championship game, and, I mean, it was his from then on. So um, I just hope – this is probably a ridiculous hope on my part. I just hope it's not – I hope it's not a Spencer Rattler-Caleb Williams situation. I hope we handle it. Like, I hope Dylan goes out. And, if he's the starter, I hope he plays well. Oklahoma's in the national title hunt, the Big 12 hunt, and there's no disputing that he should be on the field because the first wobble that he has, you know, everybody's going to be wanting to see the kid. So that was uncomfortable. Yeah. No, I hope it's not an uncomfortable situation like that. I mean, if it's a situation where, you know, he gets injured and Jackson Arnold comes in and just – takes over and wins the job and, and becomes the yeah. guy, then that's fine. But, yeah, I hope it's not handled in the way that that other situation was because it, it was ugly. What about Marvin Mims? I think you hear soon probably. Maybe that's probably what he what was waiting to hear. What do you think he's going to do? Um, you think he was waiting on Dylan? I think he was waiting on Dylan. So I, I'm leaning towards that he'll be back. I mean, that's kind of how I've felt about this. So I think that's going to be the situation. Um, I mean, it's it's full on now. I say that, and that, that's a text we just got recently. What does that mean? Uh, the, the watch from Marvin, and that's what this says. Mil- Marvin Milms' watch goes into full effect now. What are the odds that he declares? I mean, I, there's still a chance, but I'm leaning more now towards that he would come back. I would be on the other side of that. You're going, he's going to declare for the draft? 
I would lean. I would lean. Okay, here's how I'd say it. Around the bowl game, I would lean 80-20. He's going pro. I think the fact that it hasn't happened yet means that maybe there's some indecision. Maybe he's rethinking some things. I don't know if he was going to anyway. I'm just, you know, I'm, I got my ear to the ground and paying attention and hear, you hear rumblings and things like that. So I would say now 65-35 would be my opinion that right. he's going pro. Um, but I will be pleasantly surprised if Marvin comes back. A couple back. of brilliant catches in that Cheez-It Bowl. So oh. type of those type of catches don't hurt when you're wanting to get evaluated for the next level. Can he improve his stock? Because I think he got a mid-round grade. Is he a guy that if he came back and had a Bolitnikoff-type year could be a first-round pick? Or is his size just not something that will allow His size, I think, would affect that, but I think he could definitely improve by a a couple of rounds. Absolutely. Second round, maybe late first, early second. I think so. I would have thought he would have let us know by now. I think the momentum was definitely moving toward him going pro. But the fact that he hasn't makes me think something's up. You know, maybe he's maybe he's rethinking this. So maybe there's some hope out there. But great news that Dylan's coming back. Great news for the Sooners. We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Riverwind brings you the T-Row in the morning show. River Buffet. It's Friday night. Means it's steak night, 5 to 10 p.m. tonight. Sounds good. Saturday, they got seafood night from 5 to 10 p.m. Their Sunday brunch. Daily assortment of Mexican and uh, Southern comfort food. So, uh... Go check out the River Buffet out there at Riverwind. Doc B called off the air. He wanted you to know he watched Schoolhouse Rock all the time. Oh, yeah? Loved it. Said he misses those days. Wish he could just sit around and watch cartoons. I just don't remember it. So Maybe I just need to see it again. Maybe it'll jog my memory. Uh, this person wishing a happy 50th birthday to Schoolhouse Rock. It's a shame that that has to share the day with uh, morons that learn the basic lessons it taught us. <laughs> Not one of our uh, prouder days in American history. Uh, Let's see if we can behave ourselves. Uh, Rattler's personality. Although, are you, are you oh, paying attention to uh, the stuff going on up there right now? The Trying to figure oh, out, the trying to vote in a speaker? speaker of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit of a Crazy. mess. Yeah. A bit of a mess. <laughs> Rattler's personality hurt him as well. DG has a much better personality, so he doesn't seem like That's... an entitled kid to the fan base. I agree with that. I agree with that. Dylan is a likable guy. Now, there are some people out there who have decided they don't like him as a player, but he's a likable guy. And there were certain elements to Spencer's personality that rub people the wrong way. That's accurate. Wide receivers also dropped some easy TDs that would have improved his numbers. Yeah, that's that's true. And he missed a game and a half, I mean. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, you're telling me. It was a game and a half, right? It wasn't two and a half. Yeah, one and a half games. A game and a half. He missed missed half the TCU game and the whole Texas game. Uh, You were at the Texas game. Yes, I was. Don't remind me. Please don't remind me. Uh, We just busted out Schoolhouse Rock to teach my daughter multiplication. There's a lot of parents breaking out the old Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. Okay. Um... Someone here, where's Travis, uh, where's Tyler uh, McComas been in the afternoon? Um, He's no been longer suspended. Here. No longer yeah. here. Um, you can find him now by a fire uh, drinking wine. That's where you can find him right now. Where is he? Now he's on vacation. vacation. He's on vacation. He'll be back on Monday. Um, I think it's okay to say because he's posting pictures and stuff. He's in Colorado, and that's where they were. That's the real picture last night of uh, him and his wife with their it was a picture of their feet with their glasses of wine with the fire in front of them up on a oh table my gosh. and it said oh. our favorite spot here and Tyler had his wine in his hand. What has happened to that guy? <laughs> this was a guy that his proudest gift was when his dad gave him a Jägermeister uh, shot machine one Christmas. Now he's sitting by a fire drinking wine. I mean, come on. Kudos to what well, uh, his wife's name is uh, uh, Casey. Blanking. Casey, Casey, I'm sorry. She's that. trained him well, about as well as I, I've ever seen a woman train a husband. Uh, I don't know if I've seen a bigger I'm transformation. Pretty, I'm pretty trained, man. <laughs> Tyler McComas, pre-marriage versus post-marriage, unrecognizable human being. For the better, by the way, Casey, for the better. You had a major reclamation project in front of you. You've done an outstanding job. <laughs> Completely rebuilt the guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey we got kevin henry and robert allen coming up live next hour we'll be back